Hello and welcome to this week's edition of BPM Pod, the podcast where we get behind people's music. I'm your host, Ashley Scrace Vendel. Thank you very much for joining me on this week's episode. Been a little while since we've done an episode, I think. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the recent ones. We had the wonderful King Buffalo on the podcast not that long ago, and we talked about some new music from the band Heavy Heavy on the last episode, so definitely go and check that one out. Fantastic stuff on that sort of hard rock edition of BPM Pod. This week, I'm not going to do a very long introduction because on the podcast, we have a band that I'm relatively new to, but a band I absolutely adore. I love this band. Their alternative post-glam doom is not just great music, but they're just really, really wonderful people. As I talk to the band, Birgit Jones, this week on BPM Pod. They've got their debut single out now, and they've got an EP coming up in February. And they would be talking, you know, about going on tour, I guess, and gigging and doing lots of things that we would normally be doing. But, you know, what with one thing and another, we can't do that. So instead... Enjoy their latest stuff. It's out there. You can go to BurgitJones.com. Burgit is B-I-R-G-I-T. Burgit and then Jones is Jones. So BurgitJones.com. You can find out all of their stuff there. And uh, yeah, I spoke to them a few weeks back and I did an introduction that was far less rambling than this one and uh, much better. So that's where we're going to kick it off after we hear a little bit of their music. I was pretty down in the coronavirus dumps due to a lack of live music. But around this time, the whole streamed live gigs thing began, and I checked out a few here and there, with some regulars on this podcast too. But one band that caught my eyes for their music, and also their really rebel fuck you attitude, is my next guest, the three-piece rockers Birgit Jones. Amateurs might call it alternative rock, but these three ladies are serving the heaviest and roughest post-glam doom the city of Berlin has to offer. So joining me now are Natalia, Rika and Kristin from Birgit Jones. Welcome. How are you all doing? We're excited still, I guess. I mean, how's COVID been treating you? How have you sort of been faring with all of these uh, different measures and distancing things we have? What's your mental attitude been like? Resignation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, we're just taking it as it is, probably, you know? Mm. Yeah, but we had some some gigs cancelled and it was really 
annoying for us because uh, we had the feeling of, wow, now it's getting started and we had the festival booked and everything like that. And then it was all gone. Mm. <laughs> and so, yeah, a feeling of resignation was there, but I think we, well, we, we stopped uh, practicing for a while, for a few weeks. And after we were safe, somehow we just started again to practice and, and uh, work on new songs. And so we, yeah, we just tried to make the best of it and, um, yeah, made some, some new stuff. And then we had the streaming opportunity, so it wasn't too bad at all mm. in the end. Mm. Um, Berger Jones, so welcome. First, I saw you, as I said, a little while back on a, a live streamed gig, actually, that was online with uh, Strock which was really, really good. And I really, really loved what I saw there. But what I first did wrong was I actually called it, I think I called it like Birgit Jones, because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but then it got me thinking, where did you get your band name? Uh, <laughs> that's a toughie. <laughs> it just evolved. It evolved. We knew that uh, it wasn't just about us, us three, but we were part of some bigger or someone bigger mm. and this entity as you called it before her name is Birgit Birgit <laughs> Jones and she chose us to be uh, her prophets wow I like it there's some sort of like dark culty vibes going on there that's good I wish it was but it's Same just rock. it's just uh three 30 year old <laughs> <laughs> Desperate girls making music. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. Like, I think <laughs> I think from what I've seen and, like, heard of what you write about yourself, what's on your social media and stuff, I think you're very sort of, you seem like you've got a very sort of good sense of fun about it, you actually. Or, like, you're doing this because it's a bit of a, a bit of fun as well. Like, you seem pretty lighthearted about everything. So I wouldn't say you're sort sometimes of... Sometimes with us. Yeah, yeah sometimes, <laughs> you know. It happened, it happened. <laughs> Where, where did you start out? When did Birgit Jones first begin? How did you all come together as this entity? Well, it was uh, like two years ago. Well, actually, yeah, was the, yeah, two years ago. Um, and I was looking for a new band. So I restarted drumming after a few years. And I was yeah looking for a new project. And... I used all my social media skills I got. So I, <laughs> I wrote something on Facebook and was like, hey, I'm a drummer looking for a band. And there were like, I don't know, 30, 40 people answering. But yeah, it didn't, didn't click so well. So I, I didn't find something. And months later, I got a message from Rike. And she was like, hey, we saw you. <laughs> Do you also have to tell how we found you? Oh, that, that's your part because I wasn't involved. I was at the other part of <laughs> I found her with my mother's Facebook profile because I, I don't have one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta, I, gotta admit, I gotta admit, this story sounds more like a sort of a sympathy case now she's, she's like, <laughs> like uh, this woman posted mom can i use your facebook what... <laughs> yeah that's what i've been telling you <laughs> <laughs> it was like like online dating something like that you know it's a match but then all of you sort of came together so 
did it exist in any way previously? Sort of two of you and then you added the drummer or was this a a three-way formation? Rike and me, we existed before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in, yeah. in another band. And uh, yeah, so we really hit it off and we thought we need a new drummer. We need some new people. Let's do it. Mom, give me your Facebook. Yeah. I'm going online. <laughs> I love this. Justin's going wild. <laughs> this is wonderful. Such a such a nice story. Quite a good sort of live energy about you and we talked very quickly at the beginning um while we were sort of before we recorded about gigs and the sort of a bit of disappointment that some of them were cancelled um have you been going mad without playing so many live gigs or are you coping relatively okay i think it's disappointing to say but i think we're coping really okay <laughs> it's fine yeah <laughs> yeah, I, we all hope it will be over sooner rather than later. But, you know, we just accept things how they come. Well, I think we noticed that there are a lot of bands that quit practicing as well. So they don't have rehearsal and everything. And I don't know, we just... We got them out of our way. And now we are there. We're the only band left. <laughs> We're the only Corona after band, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to us, the only band alive. Alternative post-corona room. We don't even know if you're the only people alive. Maybe, maybe this, I don't know how this podcast has got out, you know, but there we go. But it's out. It's somehow there. But you've been doing a lot of the streamed gigs as well. And, and as I said, we saw you on the Strock uh, TV live stream as well. But you've been doing some more as well, right? How have they been going? Uh, the first one was um, for the Alte Cantina stream. Was um, hosting in the Franz Club in the Kulturbrauerei in Berlin as well, mm-hmm. and um, that was just to you know um, get some um, get some money in and just you know <laughs> not for us, <laughs> not for us. <laughs> Unfortunately, send us some. <laughs> Just to show that uh, concerts can still be uh, performed live with audience, but can be streamed, (laughs) that the music's not that, that um, we are still there as a band, and just to keep this whole nightlife a bit, yeah, alive. Mm -hmm. So it was the first time, it was a really new experience Mm -hmm. (laughs) to me. It was my first stream concert here too, right? So it was a bit weird at at the beginning without an audience, but as soon as you, you know, Imagine the, the audience is in front, so on the other side of the camera. Mm. Yeah, 
It's cool. As soon as the alcohol kicked in. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So let's just, just touch on that, right? Because I, I used to perform in front of people, but uh, only as myself, as a sort of solo singer-songwriter and occasionally with other people. But the idea of performing even on... um even if I just set up my phone and performed on Instagram or something, it would scare the shit out of me, actually. I kind of think it's, <laughs> so how do you get over that sort of, because like you say, it's different when you're in front of a crowd. It's, it's kind of, of course you're nervous, but you get an energy back. Whereas with a camera, that's not quite the same thing. So yeah. do you, do, do you have any sort of ways to prepare for that? Or do you just get blind drunk and hope for the best? <laughs> but you can also lie to yourself if there's no audience, you know? You can just imagine everyone sitting in front of their TVs being like, woohoo, this is the best show ever. Because how could they not? <laughs> how could they not? Well, actually, we're no, we're not getting that drunk because, well, I, I don't. I, I can only speak for myself. But <laughs> <laughs> Usually, if you're, if you're really drunk, you only think that you're really good playing you know it's not yeah it's, it's not true <laughs> and unfortunately we uh, have to drive our equipment yeah mm. yeah so if there's someone out there who wants to drive three desperate ladies <laughs> don't say desperate all the time we're not desperate yeah i was gonna say you gotta be careful no, no. now like i'm not desperate she's desperate it's true <laughs> send me money and love oh yeah the, the, the angry <laughs> You know that if you afterward, you know we all pack our stuff, put it in the car, and have to go back to the rehearsal room and bring it all back by ourselves because, yeah, that's how it is. Can you can you maybe put some sad music under this? Yeah, I'll put put a little violin piece here. Let me remind myself. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I'll put the smallest, tiniest violin playing the saddest tune (laughs) at this point. (laughs) That would be lovely. mentioned the rehearsal rooms and stuff but you also said you haven't rehearsed or been practicing as much at the moment but have you still managed to keep a relatively good rhythm going as a trio do you still meet up quite often and play quite often yeah yeah at least once a week actually and is that in preparation for more gigs or just for the fun of it or are you recording something what is uh what what are you up to good question (laughs) Uh, yeah, well, there's something coming up. So we are practicing for uh, recordings in November because we're working on our first EP. Yay! Woo-hoo! Yay! Nice. Woo-hoo! Yes, and um, we want to be f- done in, what you say, February? You want to get it out by February yeah. next year. And tell us a little bit about the EP. So what, what can we expect? Is it going to be a handful of completely new tracks or stuff that you can find out there on the interweb already or tell us a little bit about that it's going to be um just a compilation of massive hits (laughs) we already played live before of course but maybe with a new twist 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Well, just, that's it. That's the end of the pocket done. No. Um, I wanted to, because there's some songs out there that I've heard a few times over. Secrets was one. I think another one is Fire, um, which was that the one you were doing a video to? I saw at some yes. point. Yes. Yeah, yes. How is that? So this is, how yeah. is that gone? So the video is in post production now, and uh, it will drop on the 16th of November in collaboration with an equality movement called Music is Her Passion. Cool. And on the 13th of November, um, the single would drop on all, uh, what's it called? Streaming. Streaming platforms. Platforms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, the one I listened to quite a lot, and um, it's one that's actually on your website and one that I've listened to a few times, um, because I'm intrigued by it, really, is Call Him, because <laughs> what, is this, what is this song about? <laughs> You've got to tell me what this song is about. I mean, I think I know what it's about, but then there's like random numbers at some point. And I was no, like, no, no, first you start. What do you think it's about? I don't really know. I, I guess it's something about calling him. But I actually have a good fact about call him. Now, first, let's clarify something, but I think it's a good fact if it's true. Do you at one point, is one of the lyrics, unprotected fornication? <laughs> it's a yes for me. <laughs> You are the only song in history that has had that lyric in it. I was looking yes. this up earlier. No one has ever used I the hope phrase. There will be more. No one has ever well, used. When we wrote that song, we always had in mind unprotected fornication. <laughs> you know? But maybe, maybe we can drop it to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Maybe they want to use it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Sample us. Because when I was like, she is saying that, right? That is what she's, yeah, she is. She's definitely saying that. I was like, she's saying unprotected fortication. Is it about like a fortress? No. And then I was like, no, no, it's not. Um, so then I Googled it and it, yeah, you are the only people in history to use this phrase in a rock song. Yes. This is like, this is an achievement. So, so tell me a little bit about Call Him. Where did this song come from? Well, it came from that we're all around our 30s now and we all had the experience that people around us told us to get married, get children, whatever. And yeah, it's more like a, I don't know, like the voice of our mothers, you know, speaking. That's <laughs> <laughs> saying, yeah, I mean, it starts with, listen to me, your mother. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's all about the struggle to mm, be, yeah, an adult woman but not want to become a mother or whatever and that seems to be a problem for the rest around us so mm. that's the song about yeah so because when i listened to it there was a few sort of not funny bits and pieces but i watched a couple of streams as well and there was one point at one point where you're like bye mom and i was like oh okay that's funny <laughs> I like it. But then I was like, ah, there's got to be a more sort of serious point to this because it's not just. <laughs> so I'm glad you. Actually, it started with, with us playing, um, what is it called in English? It's Dreamphone. Dreamphone. You know, <laughs> the best game of all time. I've never time. heard this. What is this? <laughs> you got to play with us one day. What is this? Go on, tell me. The tell next me. time we come around and play exactly. Dreamphone we together. Play Dreamphone. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. 
Okay, it's Doreen a very phone. feminist game. <laughs> it's a very feminist game where all the, the, oh. the girls involved are trying to find one guy. You know, oh he likes my us God. all, but the, the one who calls him first is, get, is, is going to be his girlfriend. Yay! Oh. And that's what we want. Yeah, and that's a random number from the game. 555-1477. It's Klaus. It's Klaus. What is it? 555 477. Four, seven. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, he is a he is a catch. <laughs> I know, right? That's uh <laughs> Oh god, now you've said it what it is dream phone. Now I've just like yeah, now I understand what you mean. It's this really awful it by the way, it's brilliant podcast material when you're trying to explain what something looks like but um, it's a it's a really bizarre game where it's got these two sort of early teenage girls yeah people must know it right maybe it's just me i'm pretty sure i think you're the only person that didn't i know and i even grew up in the 90s how the hell did i forget this like what's going on yeah The electronic game with the talking phone to win cool guys get clues figure out which guy really likes you he's not wearing a hat bye guys what'd he say my secret uh-huh. he's not at the beach see you later guys <laughs> it's dan dan my man you're right i really like you yes <laughs> dream phone the hot electronic talking phone game it's for you uh, disappointed never mind <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's take that to a bit of a serious, more serious sort of topic at the minute, though, and that you said then some of the expectations around sort of getting older as a woman and, you know, trying to fight back against these expectations. Do you find it is quite prevalent in the sort of, especially if you're in the music scene, do you still feel that there is this balance or struggle against some of the more sort of typical society pressures, like you say, to settle down, to get a house, to have kids and so on? It's, it's not just in the music business. It's basically everywhere. There are certain ex- expectations <laughs> in women in general, but also in men. Obviously, there are also some expectations in men. But um, yeah, to be a nice housewife, to be a good cook, to be pretty while you're uh, nursing your children mm. and stuff like this. But Birgit says no to it all. <laughs> <laughs> Birgit says, I'm a strong single woman in my 30s mom i don't need any random phone numbers of your co-workers because i will take whoever i like and this is what our next sunfire is about our first single
I first sort of got, went and onto these live streams and listened to you and watched you, I actually assumed out of somewhere there was a guitarist. I guess some people do this because this the bass there with probably some sort of fuzz octave sort of blend of stuff there. So it does sound like this whole, I guess like big bands as of recent, Royal Blood were really a big one who did it massively. This whole sort of guitar and bass in one instrument sound. Is that sort of what you've always gone for or would you consider expanding the band or do you want to keep it as this tight three piece? I think uh, Birgit doesn't want any more prophets spreading her word. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we're going to stay this three piece. We tried to give it a shot uh, at the beginning, but uh, we didn't find a guitarist that matched our personalities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so we thought, okay, you know what? We're going to build ourselves one. <laughs> mm-hmm. A virtual guitar player in my bass. And where does your like sound inspiration come from? You mean in general or just for... Because it's obviously Royal Blood doing the bass <laughs> thing. I'm not trying to talk around it like, you know, I always have the string. <laughs> no, no, no. If it's I Royal Blood, say it's Royal Blood. Don't instruments. worry. If, if it's Royal Blood, say it's Royal Blood. That's no big, big deal. But but yeah, what what sort and of... You should link them so they, they can invite yeah, us. Yeah, they can the see time. us. That's true. <laughs> So let's do that question quickly again. So let's be a bit more specific. What other music, whatever the musical artists inspire you, uh, who or may not or may who may or may not be named Royal Blood? Royal <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Blood. <laughs> oh wait, are there any other bands? Okay, I'll try. <laughs> no, um, I think I was uh, most inspired by um, Tom Morello from Audio Slave. Because I really like the heavy riffs that are just straight into your face. And um, yeah, but the other girls get other inspirations to add. Yeah, well, I'm a big fan of of Chad Smith, actually, Mm. because I'm also into this funky, groovy stuff. And I'm always interested in what he's playing around there, because sometimes it's really easy. But yeah, with an interesting twist around it. So. Red Hot Chili Peppers, definitely on the list. <laughs> and I'm like, I like the old school rock, like uh, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, but in general, <laughs> <laughs> everything that, you know, has a strong voice and I can work on doing the song better, covering the song better and uh, developing my voice. Uh, it's good to me. So I'm really... My my uh, my taste is really diverse. Mm. So, <laughs> but that's really good that you've all said what you did actually. Because when I was thinking about when I was thinking about Bergie uh, Jones before, I was kind of um, trying to describe the sound, and I said it was somewhere between sort of like Royal Blood, Led Zepp, and like actually reminded me a little bit. And maybe this is good or bad. I don't know. I actually thought you reminded me a little bit of Chrissy Hind of the Pretenders like some of their more sort of heavier stuff, um, which was a really, like, I thought that was a good comparison, but I mean, I don't know if you're going to now be like, what? Like, that's awful. <laughs> the pretenders are shit. But um, but they are great. But uh, I don't think they're personally. But um, some of their more sort of heavy driven stuff, I really was reminded by, especially vocally. Um, and actually the first thing that popped to my mind when um, when I first saw you and listened to you, 
power ballads aside, so let's ignore those bits, was actually heart. Like, early heart-based stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I really thought that that was coming through, this real blues, kind of riff-inspired, uh, like, rock, which I really thought was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I guess... In that sense, you've got like a nice blend of a bit of everything, right? You've got Red Hot Chili Peppers on one side, Royal Blood on another, and the classics on the other. Like that's kind of kind of a nice blend. But who really takes charge then of songwriting? If so, if you've got these three sort of separate perspectives and separate influences, how do they come together? Who really brings that together to write the songs? So usually we start with the riff. Yeah. And yeah, Christina is shitting out a riff, and then <laughs> <laughs> I almost spit on your computer. <laughs> Don't do this; it's not even mine. <laughs> I'm insured. <laughs> oh, then do it. Do it. Okay, go. <laughs> go ahead. We buy a new one. <laughs> um, yeah, well, she's starting usually with the riff, so she comes around for rehearsal, or she's sending me some some crappy version on her <laughs> from her phone recorded from her phone it was like i got something new <laughs> and i'm like okay <laughs> you better like it you better like it and i was like oh, okay i hope you found it right this time no but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but usually it starts with the riff and then we somehow just see where it's going actually so we usually kristen is playing it for a million times and I'm just drumming around. And at some point there's like, oh yeah, yeah, do this again, do this again. And I'm like, what did I do? But <laughs> <laughs> I already forgot. Yeah, I already forgot. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it starts actually. And then we, we try to get inspired. What's the song about? And maybe get some, yeah, some, some inspiration about the theme. And then Rike is kicking off with some lyrics usually and starting to to sing around it and and looking for a melody like that yeah but that sounds like quite, quite a fun way to write songs right you're kind of just experimenting picking bits you like and then going back and doing it again that must yeah. be pretty enjoyable <laughs> it isn't no it isn't <laughs> <laughs> i hate it it's taxing sometimes it's not <laughs> Sometimes it's not. If someone's saying, play the offbeat again, and I'm like, no, screw you, I won't. <laughs> and then through the jamming, it's like the melody is developing, and um, then normally one of them is nodding or shaking his head. It's like, more like that, more like that. Or sometimes it's like, it sounds like this in song. So <laughs> you can't do it because it sounds familiar to this one. <laughs> so... <laughs> Did someone's yeah, phone just ring? Did, did, did someone's <laughs> phone just ring? I was like, whose was that? <laughs> it was her mother. My Aww. mom was calling. <laughs> Aww.
as the trio, you've only been around, like you said, for a couple of years or so, but did you find this chemistry sort of straight away like this? Like, because it's, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's so like, it's like you've known each other for like decades or something. It's a hell yes yeah. from us. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, actually, we had a we had a first date at the pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> so at a pizza place, yes, at uh, Eberswalder Straße. And before that, I didn't know that for sure. But before that, I was going there by bike. You know, that got a really colorful bike covered with flowers. <laughs> and <laughs> I went there, and um, the two of them. They decided that um, Rike has to do the small talk because <laughs> she's way nicer than me. <laughs> so I thought I better not talk as much. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but yeah, it was like the small talk, your sympathetic part of us. <laughs> I didn't know what a horrible person Natalie was. No. So we cleared it off right away. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had, well, I was making some really bad jokes right from the beginning. And so it was quite clear, clear that we had just matched somehow. Yeah. It was no pity laughing. No. <laughs> but you genuinely enjoy each other's company as well, right? Like it really seems like you've got this lovely like bond, like the three of you. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> hate each other. Of course. That's what, what makes it hard to write songs sometimes because we just hit it off so well. That we keep talking and talking and talking, and then it's like three hours later, and we say, "Okay, well, we better do some music then." So the next live stream gig will just be you three joking and like talking, and that's it. There'll be no songs. It'll just be yeah. If you're interested, <laughs> hit us up. Booking at biggerjones.com. <laughs> what is next? I don't know if there will be more live streams. It's, it's somehow boring to the point. What I is, have people not watching. for us. Not call for us. us. Call us. Call us. We want to do live streams all the exactly, time. Exactly, all the time. Exactly. <laughs> so you got your EP coming yeah. out in February. Um, you got the music yeah. video coming out in November, which will be after this is done yes. for the song Fire. Where can people find out more and track everything that Birgit is up to? Well, we're mostly on Instagram. We for sure got our own website. That is birgitjones.com. On Instagram, where it's Birgit Jones. <laughs> well, it is Birgit Jones, so it's Birgit Jones. But um, yeah, we, you can also find us on Facebook, on Bandcamp, and on SoundCloud. So, I mean, we're like... Uh, yeah, and also write us messages and love letters. Yeah, love letters. Yeah. That would be we nice. We do like love letters. <laughs> love letters. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but um, but I like I like the oh, idea. Well. They're not going to do that. Uh, Did you say that? Gets, gets. Okay. It was nice meeting you. Bye. <laughs> Kisses, very good. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> well, that's our gift to you. No, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm just going to be sat there being like, how am I going to put this? Like I'm gonna fade so many bits of music in and out to like avoid cuts, but it's it's all just good. leave it as the mess that it is. <laughs> it's, it's a fun mess though. That's a good. One. So, it's nice. Thank you very much for like being here and uh, just chatting to me for the last forty five minutes. It's really really. 
good to just hear it's it. It's been more. 45 minutes. 45 minutes nearly. No, it's only 43. Wow. 43. Oh, okay, 43. I it's thought it was... lying again. 43. Okay, <laughs> 43. Like, of which only about two minutes of this is usable. No, no, no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for inviting us. It no, it's been super fun. And um, I, I really just... As I said to you earlier, I was really saying to my wife, like, I'm looking forward to this because you just seem so fun and you've just got like such this nice sensibility about you. And it was just really enjoyable. And I really wish you all the best, really. It's um like just Aww, so nice to see you. you. Um that we're already drunk and so we gotta oh, start crying. Oh dead hearts. <laughs> oh no. dead hearts are still working. Thank <laughs> you so much. What's the first beat in months for him? <laughs> And that's all we've got time for here on BPM Pod. Thank you very much for joining this week. It's been really great to have you along. If you've got any suggestions for future episodes or things you'd like to hear about, always get in touch. Your contributions definitely make this podcast possible. And I am extremely glad to have such an active community and a wonderful bunch of people. You're you're all great, I promise you. Thank you very much again for joining this week's episode. Stay safe out there, everybody. Stay lucky. And I'll speak to you on the next episode of BPM Pod.